Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Well, hello and welcome back. If you've been following along, then you know we last left off with looking at some clues to who the coming Messiah would be. The Israelites knew that God had promised them a Messiah would come to save them, that he would be the long-awaited king they had hoped for. You see, they were no longer their own nation. They belonged to the king of Persia. Even though he had let them come back to rebuild their temple and walls and homes, they still belonged to him. Many of the Jews were hoping for a Messiah who would free them from foreign rule. They believed that a Messiah, an anointed one chosen by God, would come to reestablish the nation of Israel and sit on the throne of David and rule them just as King David had done. They believed the Messiah would bring peace and prosperity to the land. Ever since they had been exiled and taken to Babylon, the Jewish people had longed for a brave and powerful warrior like King David, who would free them from the heathen, pagan, Persian king. Yet time passed and no such Messiah or king came. From the time of Ezra and Nehemiah, many new and different nations ruled over Israel. During this time, the Jews were almost never free. They were able to remain faithful to their customs and to follow the laws that Ezra had read and reminded them of in God's word, but they were not a free nation anymore. Their time under the Persians, they were allowed much freedom in governing themselves and they were allowed to make their own coins and they collected their own taxes. But in 334 BC, everything changed. A man named Alexander the Great, who was ruler of Greece, defeated the Persians and began to take over their empire, just like the Persians had taken over the Babylonian empire. And so under Alexander the Great and the Greek empire, the nation of Israel now belonged. For many years, the Greeks allowed the Jews to worship God and to govern themselves, although they wanted the Israelites to begin to do some of the things the Greeks did, like worship their gods. Some of the Greeks wanted the Israelites to worship Zeus, the great Greek god, alongside of Yahweh. But you and I know that the Israelites were commanded by God to worship no other gods but Him. The Israelites began to gather in what were called synagogues, Can you say synagogue? A synagogue was a small gathering place, much like a church building, where they would meet to pray and study the scriptures. The synagogue was the place of worship, the school, and the local meeting place of the Jews. Each town in Israel began to build its own synagogue at the center of its town. For the most part, under the Greek empire, the Israelites could still live freely. They were able to go to the synagogue and learn the scriptures there from the rabbis and the teachers of the law. They were able to study the scriptures and still follow their customs and offer their sacrifices at the temple. But a new empire soon came to power that conquered the Greek empire. And this empire was the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was one of the most powerful empires ever to exist. Yes, that's right, even more powerful than the Babylonian Empire and the Persian Empire and the Greek Empire. The Roman Empire was now dominating the world. 
the armies of Rome had already conquered much of the land around Israel and finally captured Judah and the capital of Jerusalem in 63 BC. The Romans invaded Jerusalem and made Israel an official part of the Roman Empire. Although they still allowed the Jews to rule themselves, they demanded obedience to Rome. Once again, the Jewish people were ruled by a powerful foreign government. There was often great hatred and tension between the Romans and the Jews. This was a long and hard period of time. From the time of the rebuilding of the wall and temple under Ezra and Nehemiah to the time of the Roman Empire, about 400 years went by. That's right, 400 long years. Years of waiting and wondering if the promised Messiah would ever come to deliver them. The prophets went silent. There were no more prophecies, no more words of the Lord. The Israelites must have wondered if God had finally forgotten them. But many of the Jewish people remained faithful to the Lord. Israel suffered much from the greed and hatred of other nations and empires ruling over them, but the Jews never forgot their God. They prayed and waited and looked for a Messiah as the Old Testament prophets had promised. They watched and looked for the clues that had been given. They were called Jews because the majority of the Israelites had returned to live in Judah. And so the Israelites who were living in Judah became known by the other empires as the Jews. They hoped that their coming Messiah would free them from Roman rule and oppression and rise up to fight against them so that they might be the great nation of Israel they once were under King David. 400 years is a long time to wait, friends. I wonder how many gave up hope. Generation after generation had waited for a coming Messiah. They knew God had never broken his promises. They knew God had never lied. Was this time different? Had they heard wrong? Would a Messiah ever come? They waited and waited and waited until one day an angel appeared to a man named Zechariah. And what he had to say would change everything. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so excited to learn that even in the waiting, you are working and moving and doing things we can't see. Even if we have to wait years and years and years, you are not slow in keeping your promises. You are always right on time. Help us to trust you in the waiting. Thank you that you have never lied and that you have never broken a promise. We trust you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go, I have a couple of reviews I want to read. This one says, Dear Sherilyn, our family loves listening to your Truth Seeker podcast. I really wanted to thank you so much for this rich and wonderful resource. We live in South Africa and are a family of six. My three youngest children and I listen to your podcast every night before bed. These podcasts have been such a help and encouragement to me as a mom. From Bethany, age seven, she says, Hello, Sherilyn. I am Bethany. My best story from the Bible is Esther. I love that she is brave. Thank you for your podcast. I really enjoy them. Thank you, Bethany. And this um, uh, one comes from Benji. He's age five. He says, Hello, Sherilyn. My favorite story is David and Goliath. I love that David was strong. I love that he found his strength in God. Thank you for your podcast. 
Thank you, Benji. And then from Joshi, age two, he says, love, truth seeker. <laughs> well, thank you, Bethany, Benji, and Joshi so much for listening. And thank you for sending that in. I pray that God blesses you. This next message says, hello, my family recently discovered the True Seekers podcast and it has become a favorite of our five-year-old. She enjoys listening to the podcast at bedtime. We appreciate the solid scripture truths and teaching on your podcast. This is a message from our daughter Shiloh that she wanted you to have. Hi, True Seeker Podcast. This is Shiloh, and I really love listening to the True Seekers Bible Stories for Kids. My mom lets me listen to the podcast while she puts my sister Sadie to bed. Thank you for the stories. Thank you so much, Shiloh, for listening and for letting me know that and for sending that in. I pray that it continues to bless you. Um, Her mom says, we appreciate your thoughtfulness and the time you put into these messages for children. That's from Elizabeth and family. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. This next review says, hola, here from Connecticut. I love your podcast. And my daughter, Arabella Grace, turning six on July 30th, and Lucas Mateo, who's two months old, really enjoy your podcast. Thank you for your ministry, and thank you for using this platform to bless everyone. Aw, well, thank you so much, Arabella Grace and Lucas Mateo, for listening, and happy birthday coming up to you, Arabella Grace, on July 30th. This review says, hi, my name is Willoughby and I'm five years old. I like the part in the Noah and the Ark story when God made a covenant with Noah to not flood the earth again. Thank you for creating this podcast. We listen to it every morning. Thank you, Willoughby, so much. And I love Noah and the Ark too. Right, this review says, my five-year-old son and I enjoy listening to your podcast while eating breakfast on the deck and riding in the car to school. He is very active, but will sit and listen for several episodes and will bring my Bible so we can find the story in God's word. I appreciate how you explain God's truth in a simple yet profound way, which has led to great spiritual conversations. Many times the truth for the day has been exactly what I needed to hear as well. Thank you for your ministry. All right, this next review says, hello, our names are Ava, almost seven years old, Maya, five years old, Olivia, three years old, and Elias, one year, one year old. And we enjoy your podcast. A few of our favorites are your most recent one about the clues of the Messiah, Queen Esther and Daniel. Thank you for producing these for all to listen to. Well, thank you so much, you guys, for that review and for listening. This review says, hello, my name is Jonathan and I am four years old. I like to listen to the podcast every time we ride in the car. I like to listen to the stories. Well, thank you, Jonathan. I'm so glad that you're listening. All right, I have one more review here. Actually, it's a question. She says, you are amazing, but when we're listening to a story, it goes backwards. Why did you do that? So I'm not quite sure what that means. It goes backwards. Could you mean um, when you're listening to the episodes um, on iTunes or in Spotify, it goes backwards? Because the way they're recorded, if you want to start at the beginning at creation, you've got to scroll all the way down to episode number one and then start listening to them that way if you want to go in order. Because the way they're recorded, it might look backwards if you start at the top, but you really have to start at the bottom where number one is and then you'll be going in order, if that's what you mean by backwards. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure. So if you want to email me, CherylynRGrain at gmail.com, maybe I can give you more of an answer there. So thanks, though, for sending in your question. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Stay tuned as we continue to learn about the coming Messiah. I look forward to our time together next week.